Welcome, everyone, to the Iron Fist podcast by Fantastic Geek, your official, unofficial voice of the Marvel Cinematic Community. My name is Matt, and joining me, as always, is Pete. Hello, Pete. Hello, Matt. Hello, everybody. Here today to talk to you about the season two showrunner and cast for Iron Fist. Yes, Pete. To the chagrin of few, it was, of course, announced uh, about a year ago, if not a little bit more, that uh, our friend, Scott Buck, (laughs) who helmed the first season of Iron Fist, he was just too darn busy making this dynamic IMAX broadcast TV crossover that was in humans, making it just the best little engine that it could be, and he would not be back. Uh, How did that work out for Scott Buck, Pete? Not well. He remains the second greatest villain in the history of MCU TV. Uh, Just for reference, Pete, who is the greatest MCU TV villain? Not him. Oh, fair enough. Uh, Pete, apparently what happened uh, when when they realized they needed a new showrunner for season two, I'm sure it had nothing to do with looking at footage coming in and showing it to friends and things like that. Uh, Apparently, uh, Raven Metzner pitched a story for uh, season two that really, really excited Marvel. That got Jeff Loeb's ear. And uh, we'll start, Pete, with talking a little bit about about Raven Metzner, who has some, uh, some Marvel cred to him. He does. He wrote the uh, old uh, Elektra movie, the one starring Jennifer Garner. That's also the strike against him. He wrote the Elektra movie starring (laughs) Jennifer Garner. Well, I suppose they can't all be winners. Uh, Pete, this is somebody who certainly has worked uh, consistently in Hollywood since the mid-2000s. Uh, some misses along with some hits. Uh, he, he did a mid season replacement, uh, for ABC in 2006. What about Brian? That was JJ Abrams produced, Mm -hmm. uh, didn't go super far. Um, he did six degrees on ABC that part of the season was burned off online. Uh, a bit more recently, some falling skies, some sleepy hollow, some heroes were born and now show running iron fist. Um, I take it as a positive, Pete, that he does not have tons and tons and tons of experience. I welcome that new voice, that new take, particularly since we did have some issues with the first season of Iron Fist. I think he's got the right amount of experience. More importantly, Matt, I think he's got the right pedigree and background. Um, I think that Buck was overmatched by the material both here and in humans and the product shows. So what we saw in that first uh, teaser with the the memories and the Iron Fist mask and suit was exactly what people were looking to get excited about. And I think somewhat counterintuitively uh, for uh, those of us who, you know, I mean, we watched the season, we made our way through it, didn't love it, but I think it kind of was, it was this weird experience of fond memories of it once it was far enough in the rearview mirror. Um, so, so kind of counterintuitively with that teaser where it's like, well, where's everybody else? And the question that we had, of course, where's Ward Meacham? Where's Joy Meacham? You know, we, we, uh, come from where's the, Harold, where's, ha- where's well, Harold's head, <laughs> Harold's head. I think I feel confident would not be returning, but, um, you know, so I, 
first of all, Pete, let's discuss that we're going to get, apparently, Ward Meacham, played by Tom Pelfrey, Joy Meacham, played by Jessica Straup. And uh, we're glad to see both of them back, particularly Tom Pelfrey, who's from the same uh, same neck of New Jersey as we are. Yes, uh, right around the corner, practically. Um, I mean, I think it's to be expected. I think at this point in the rollout, they're holding back. I mean, Matt, you watched the first season of Iron Fist for the Meacham uh, siblings, right? Uh, no, although, it, it, Pete, it was weird to see this this really imaginative and fictional story involving these kind of like silver spoon <laughs> lower manhattan's slick back hair at least with the case of ward kind of morally bankrupt children of an awful <laughs> corporate father it was it 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 made for some really uh it, I don't know where they dream this stuff up, Pete. And, you know, we've given Scott Buck a lot of flack, but it's a credit to him that he kind of dreamed these weirdo kids with their weirdo father and their weirdo black tower uh, as a starting point. And we get the the children still hanging around, Pete. Wait till you see the season two storylines when uh, the son goes on a uh, safari to hunt... uh, uh, elephants and the daughter uh, gets rid of her clothing line to focus on international affairs. Ah, Pete, how, how you can figure these things out, I don't know. Um, also returning for the second season is uh, Sacha Dawan as Davos, and uh, I think a welcome. As return- only Davos, though. <sighs> hmm. Pete, what could you possibly mean without? spoiling things because i <laughs> genuinely don't know exactly what you mean there's, there's there's more to it of course oh i just clicked on davos on wikipedia now i don't want to know more but that really sounds exciting um pete we also get as was discussed back at, uh, at san diego comic-con we have simone missick perhaps as a guest perhaps recurring apparently not part of the show each and every single episode based on the tea leaves i'm seeing anyway but uh, super psyched to get Misty Knight in uh, in Iron Fist. They know that people want the daughters of the dragon. They they teased us, Matt, with uh, Hennick's only appearance in season two of Luke Cage. And one has to hope we're going to get a little bit more. I mean, the the Netflix um, spokeswoman uh, a couple weeks ago was asked about additional marvel spin-offs and they said they're they're always thinking they're always talking um if daughters of the dragon isn't at some point considered uh they're not thinking it is interesting to reflect on the first season despite it flaw despite its flaws uh, you know the strength of colleen wing as a character was clear from the get-go Though Joy Meacham is, you know, more villain than not, I kind of feel like she was a straighter arrow in her villainy than was Ward, who kind of was like, Dad, will you love me now? Oh, Dad made me upset again. I guess I now I hate Dad. Dad, will Drug you love me problem, this time? Uh, you know, everything that went with here with him, you you felt sympathetic towards uh, Ward. I don't think we really felt that with Joy. I completely agree, but I'm, I'm, and you know what? I'd rather 
have the feels for a sympathetic character, even if he is, you know, snorting the nose candy or however you want to put it in your fictional story. My point, though, is just that we had a strong female character in Colleen Wing. We had a strength to Joy, even though I think she was certainly less sympathetic, but she was more kind of like, I need to go do villain things, and she would just stay the course. Uh, we, of course, had Claire uh, Claire Temple in the first season continuing to be reliable and uh, improving herself and important part of the plot. Um, and I think that you know some of the other story stuff in season one upset that that balance of female strength hopefully we get more of it in season two yeah i think again with the new showrunner and you know just giving people what they want they they want to see iron fist kun lun they they want a little bit more i mean think of how tantalizing that backstory is we're we're not going to get the digital dragon on a tv budget this is not uh you know hbo we're gonna put huge movie quality special effects into it it's it's always going to be a a trick of oh and then he pulled out the molten heart of shao lao and oh that's it in its hand really quick but you can't see the dragon because it's just off uh you know the camera Uh, true i mean i think (laughs) What, what you're saying certainly makes sense and probably will carry the day for season two. That said, I feel like that was a particularly sore point from the first season. So you want to give us a little bit more dragon. I Fine. like the way that they dealt with it. You know, I think back to uh, the opening of one of the episodes after he's the flashback of having beaten the dragon. Now he's got the fist and the tattoo in what was undoubtedly filmed in like, you know, Rockaway or the Palisades or, you know, the, the very few Rocky terrains in or around New York city. And the way that was shot and the way it was scripted really worked for me. And I think that's the larger point there, that if you can, if you can't get HBO money to do a real dragon, then write your way around it. I mean, we had a little bit of, a little bit of dragon related humor in, uh, in Danny's appearance in Luke Cage season two, where it's like, come on, is this real? Is the dragon thing, you know, real? I mean, you can, you can continue to not show the dragon if other characters don't believe it or if they want to hear the story and he's like no 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 like if it's just enough to kind of wink to the audience to be like this is all pretend anyway so we're not going to show you the pretend dragon because it's not important to this story taking place in this manhattan on this day you know we'll go with it as opposed to just you know trying to avoid not showing it again write your way out of it the intrigue that we left the series with i think presents a more interesting uh show okay that that joy had gone out into the world with um davos looking to discredit uh danny that to me was compelling you know the the seeming uh friendly face that wants to see you fail gal was orchestrating that of course that was before the events of the defenders gal 
it seems was at the bottom of Midland Circle, although no body, no death scene. So this is a woman that in Daredevil up and like teleports. So uh, who's to say that she can't return? Um, and even with Ward, you know, you had this grudging respect, he and Danny. Um, who's to say that that can't find further dramatic fruit? But I think with Typhoid Mary, with Alice Eve, not only, you know, a really interesting villain, just a great actress to get to play her. Yeah, certainly a fantastic actress, and I must confess, a character that I was not super familiar with, uh, and you can't help but be excited to know not only is she a skilled athlete and a martial artist and swordswoman, etc., but the character has disassociative identity disorder. That's your multiple personalities there, at least in the comics, and the notion that Mary is timid and quiet, Typhoid is adventurous, Pete lustful and violent and then bloody mary is brutal and sadistic Uh, there's acting opportunities here which means that there's story opportunities yeah i'm really really excited to see alice eve stretch her wings in this role well all the more reason to be excited about season two pete's getting closer and closer feels like it was you know it feels like it was just the end of July, now here we are halfway through the month, getting closer and closer to that September 7th drop date for the entire season uh, of Iron Fist. Any day now, I'm due to get my screeners, and uh, yeah, really, really looking forward to it. Well, we will certainly keep this feed, whether you're listening on the Pop Culture Podcast feed or the Iron Fist Podcast feed, we will, uh, we will keep the feed up to date with any further news that might occur as we get closer and closer to season two. I think Pete, this season has the rare kind of opportunity to to kind of reframe, reinvent a series with characters we enjoy coming from a season that we didn't. And I think hopes are high. I think Danny has kind of found his groove. I think Finn Jones has has found the way to play the character. Um, you know, Colleen was pitch perfect in that first season. Uh, just remains to be seen how the other parts are going to fit in well pete how can people be in touch with you to talk iron fist season two as anticipation builds you can find me on twitter at peter p-i-e-t-e-r-j-k-e-t-e-l-a-a-r 9950 followers can't be wrong and while I'm personally on Twitter as Looking Back Lost, do be in touch with the podcast. Comment on FantasticGeek.com. Check us out on Twitter, Instagram, and Gmail, where we are Fantastic Geek as well. But wait, Pete, there's more. Facebook.com slash Fantastic Geek, all one word with the PH. Like it today. As mentioned, Pete, we will keep our listeners apprised as more Iron Fist news makes its way. With that, I will say adios to all our listeners and give you the final word. Hadouken! <laughs>